It's Tuesday, August 17th, 2010. Shrimping season opened. Eat up. You can be sure that NOAA's seafood safety testing program is rigorous and reliable. Pakistan's growing humanitarian crisis. The scale and magnitude is difficult to comprehend. Plus, the long haul in the Gulf. Our job is not finished, and we are not going anywhere until it is. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. There was no reason for a panic. There was no reason to shut down tourism. There was no reason for any of it, except it sold newspapers or got ratings or... A crisis is too great a thing to waste. Let's manufacture one. Yes, and while we're at it, let's manufacture hundreds of millions of gallons of oil spilled into the Gulf, 6,000 ships a day trying to clean it up, billions of dollars spent, 11 people dead, all so that you can score political points, Rush Limbaugh, by claiming there was never a crisis in the first place. Smartly done. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is sponsored in part by RawStory.com, your source and mine for real, up-to-the-minute investigative news and politics. Get the real story at RawStory today and every day at RawStory.com. Okay, Des, we're here on the banks of the muddy Missouri River where the heat has finally broken. We've been traveling around throughout the Midwest. The heat has been extraordinary, and I know no one weather event tells us much about the climate overall, but it has been a hell of a hot summer, at least here in the Midwest. And all around the world, NASA and NOAA both just said that 2010, so far, is the hottest year on record. It and is, and that follows the second hottest July on record. The heat continues Bring us some more heat, Desi Doyen. Thousands of villages have been washed away, roads, bridges, homes, crops wiped out. Billions of livelihoods lost. Catastrophic flooding is still ravaging Pakistan. That's happened over the last three weeks and has killed at least 1,600 people. A fifth of the country is underwater. That's an area the size of Florida, with more rain forecast as the flooding moves south. United Nations Secretary General Ban Ki-moon is pleading for more international aid, calling this the worst natural disaster he has ever seen. I will never forget the destruction and sufferings I have witnessed today. In the past, I have visited scenes of many natural resources and natural disasters around the world, but nothing like this. The United Nations estimates some 20 million people are affected, including some 3.5 million children. Cholera, dysentery, and other waterborne diseases have been confirmed. The Secretary General says the U.N. has received very little of the nearly 500 million in funding it has requested from foreign governments for relief operations. You can help. You can instantly donate $10 using your cell phone to the U.N.'s Pakistan relief effort by texting the word SWAT, S-W-A-T, to the number 50555. We'll have that at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. And Haiti is also struggling to get foreign governments to deliver millions of dollars in pledges of aid eight months after an earthquake devastated that country and killed an estimated 250,000 people. Only about 10 percent of the promised aid from foreign governments has been received. And that's really a forgotten disaster that uh, was all over the front pages until the BP oil rig blew in the Gulf. And then it seems to have just fallen out of our uh, newspapers and out of our memory here. That is one of the problems with these environmental disasters. After the media leaves comes the economic cost of governments having the very real expense of meeting long-term needs like shelter, sanitation, and, of course, the long-term economic cost of years of rebuilding. Eat Gulf seafood. 
Thank you. That's the message from NOAA Administrator Jane Lubchenco as shrimping season opens this week in the Gulf of Mexico. It's been not quite four months since the explosion of the Deepwater Horizon offshore drilling rig in the Gulf of Mexico. 206 million gallons of oil and a ruined tourism season later, federal officials are gradually reopening portions of the Gulf to commercial fishing and reassuring consumers that seafood from the Gulf in markets has passed rigorous testing and is safe. Lubchenco stressed that the tests also detect the chemical dispersants as well as oil, and they will not let tainted seafood get to the market. The first family visited the Gulf Coast over the weekend to encourage tourism. In remarks in Panama City, Florida, President Obama sought to reassure Gulf Coast residents and businesses that the federal response will continue for the long haul. And my job is to make sure that we live up to this responsibility, and that we keep up our efforts until the environment is clean, polluters are held accountable, Businesses and communities are made whole, and the people of the Gulf Coast are back on their feet. So uh, to the people here in the Gulf, uh, we are going to be standing by your side. And to Americans all across the country, come on down and visit. You got to wonder if to folks down in the Gulf, that message sounds awfully familiar. It sounds a heck of a lot like George W. Bush after Katrina and, of course, just before he pretty much scrammed forever. We'll see if this administration behaves any differently. For more on that and the stories we didn't get to today, please check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. If you've never seen a quaint old southern city, just think of New, think of New Orleans. If you've never seen that town, boy, it's a pity There's nothing like, nothing like New Orleans It will remind you of old fashioned